Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. We are live. Okay, here we go. All right, guys, I'm back. We took a few weeks off with everything that was going on. Uh, We took a few weeks off, but I'm back. I'm live with another special guest. Uh, this is another guest that I met through the uh, the virtual summit that I was a part of. Um, my special guest was a speaker also at the summit. And I, if I tell you guys, like when I heard his talk at the summit, I literally, my mindset was switched from, oh, like I'm going to go to my studio. I'm going to train today, but I probably won't get my workout in too. As soon as after I listened to him, I was like, I'm getting my workout done today. As a matter of fact, I will work out twice as hard as I had planned on it. And then I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Like Jeremiah, his talk inspired, like it, it moved, it shook me up out of the seat that I was sitting in. And it really moved me to just take advantage of the fact that I have the ability physically to exercise and to move my body. And so after I heard his talk, I knew immediately that I wanted him to be one of the guests on this Facebook Live series that I've been doing, really trying to introduce you guys to people that have in a big way or a small way just touched me or motivated me or inspired me. So I want to introduce you guys to my special guest today, Jeremiah Wright. Jeremiah, do you wanna say hello to everyone? How's it going, everybody? Thank you, that was one heck of a uh, intro. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jeremiah, you know, you're, like I said, your talk was so inspirational and so motivational. And I'm even embarrassed to say that, you know, as someone who's in the health and wellness industry, as someone who went, I personally went from really just giving up on my health, giving up on my weight, giving up on my life to, you know, I woke up one day and it was like, no, I have to change. I always believed that the way that a person can transform their mindset, it had to be based on just something inside of them that just wakes up and says, no, like I have to change. But that was until I listened to your talk and I realized that there are actually people out there in the health and wellness and the fitness space that can actually inspire and move people to go from thinking one way about their personal health to thinking a completely different way. Like, you know, that people can use their words, use their stories to motivate masses of people and get them to consider making a change and actually, like I said, kind of kick them off the couch and get them up and get them going. So I'm really curious in the first part of our conversation to find out specifically how you got to this point that you're doing what you're doing. Um, So first let's start off with, you know, who you are, what is it that you do, 
and then like let's go back to the beginning and let's let's talk about how you got there so first if you wouldn't mind for for those that don't that don't know you can you share you know what your what your title is what your credentials are and what is it that you do for a living yeah so i'm a nationally certified uh transformation coach uh, I own a weight loss transformation center, as well as I do some online personal training coaching um, for myself. Um, so and also I do uh, some podcasts and other things, too, as well. Um, that was a loaded question. Uh, how my journey started was, you know, it started long ago. You know, as a young man, I would see my dad. He was a very big phys physically really big guy. And I so I always said, oh, a man got to be strong. So I wanted to work out and lift weights and, and do different things like that. And then kind of fast forward to I was about 15 and my father died. Um, so that figure, you know, I've seen that figure go from being a big figure to lying on his deathbed, just, you know, really skinny and, and weak. And that was just kind of shook, shook me to the core. You know, and, you know, when you're a kid going through a traumatic experience like that, it's very challenging and there's nothing that anybody can tell you really to help you through that because death is a, a very unique thing. So um, people can say they understand, but they don't understand your experiences with the person. So I was in a very dark place and I remember, uh, believe it or not, um, I remember a time when I could barely do one push up. You know, I was about 16. And I said, I'm going to do one push up till I could do two. I'm going to do two push ups so I could do three. And um, I would tell people that I told some people that, and they laugh. They say, oh, he can only do one or two push-ups. But pretty soon I was doing 15. And then the strength thing really got – then even to, to jump up a little bit, then, you know, I was about 21, 22, um, and I was a single dad. And that was going through some things in a parent, going to college, working two jobs. But I said, every night I'm going to go to the gym. And this gym was empty. I mean, bone dry. There was nobody in this gym. And I was the only one in there working out. And I, and I went every night after work. I wouldn't care if I worked 16 hours days. I wouldn't care if I woke up at 4 a.m. I'm going to a gym and I'm going to do something. And I didn't have cable TV. So I said, let me go and catch up on ESPN and see what was going on. So that was my motivation, too, as well. Um, and so, so I began working out and I seen what it did for me and the things that I was listening to. So I would generally be doing like my college classes or I'll be listening to mindset things and motivational stuff because I know I need to recondition my mind. Um, like I said, I lost my dad when I was 15, so I didn't have a mentor or a coach. But understanding the the importance of that later on, fast forward to today, I'm like, man, it's so important to have a mentor, a coach. Even us coaches need coaches. So. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that's I often ask people when I do these types of interviews, what was the catalyst? You know, what was like the big moment in your life that happened that kind of set you on the path that you arrive at and that you end up today? So would you say that the death of your father at the age of 15 years old, was that, would you say that that was the thing? Was that the catalyst or was it a combination maybe of just different things throughout your experience? It was, it was, it was, a, it was a combination, you know, it's one of the things, but the main, the major thing that I would say that happened to me, uh, kind of middle of the road, uh, you know, cause I'm over a decade in a personal training. So middle of the road, personal training, you know, um, 
you know, being uh, a health coach is kind of like being a local celebrity. So everybody knows you. But you, so when you go through things, you kind of got to go through them alone, you know, but it ebbs and flows because our journey, we're human beings too. So our journey, we might sneak off and get a double cheeseburger sometimes. You know, we go through depressions and ups and downs just like everybody else. So um, I was in a dark space again. I found myself in a dark space and I and I was sitting on my mother's couch and and my little brother had to my little brother had a brain tumor when I was five years old. When, so when he was three, he had a brain tumor. And if for people that's not familiar with a brain tumor for a child, that's one of the most severe forms of cancer because their body's still growing and it's hard to get. So the surgery was just botched. They ruined it and it left him blind, deaf, and, and he's crippled. You know, he can't fall. So he's sitting in a chair. My mother's taken care of him his whole life. Such a sweet, beautiful lady. Um, I, and I do this for her. She's my motivation. She's my engine. Uh, but I'm sitting on the couch and I'm looking and I'm thinking I'm in my own space, you know, depression. And then I look up, and I look at him and my brother can't do the things that I can do. You know, he can't, you know, get out there and squat like me. He can't walk and talk, you know. And so I said, you know, after that day, I said, I'm living for two. You know, how many people are out there living, you know, uh, like their life is so horrible, but they're just a pivot from greatness. You know, and I said, I'm not going to live a mediocre life. I'm not a mediocre man. I'm living for two people now. I'm living for three. I'm living for my mother, Tyrone, my father, so many people that I'm living for. So I use that as my engine. So anytime I'm having a down day, I'm thinking about Tyrone because Tyrone can't hear things that I can hear. He can't listen to motivational mindset things and he can't see the world the way I see it. But he will see the world. because I'm going to take him all over the world and see and the glory. But that was I, I, if you ask me. Uh, that was the moment I'm looking at that. And it, it really, it really, it really set in, you know, because you got to realize that happened when I was five years old. So I really don't have a deeper understanding that I just know that my little brother is not the same anymore. So you, you're dealing with that from a child mind now dealing with it. Now I finally had the chance to deal with it from adult adult mind and had the, uh, that had the ability to grow as an individual and as a man. And so I say, I tell my clients, I tell people that I do mindset coaching with, I said, we're all soldiers of Tyrone, you know, so his legacy will, will, will live on and multiply. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think it was that story. It was that part of your story that got me off the couch. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to get into bashing or shaming anyone who is not investing time into their personal health and fitness. Like this is not what I'm trying to do, like guilt anyone. That's just not there yet. But when I heard that story from you, it, like it made me stop and think, what are all of the things that I can do right now physically? Like how let me stop and count my blessings and my opportunities that are just, they're laying here before me, giving me the opportunity to actually get up, to exercise my muscles, to move my body, to make myself stronger, to do the things that I need to do today to make sure that I'm here tomorrow. And that was literally like, no, I'm not going to take for granted. Yeah. You know, the things that the just the physical capabilities that God blessed me with, I'm not going to sit on that and I'm not going to allow that to go to waste when there are people in this world like Tyrone that that don't have that ability. And then you also mentioned something the the second thing that you mentioned when I heard that story was the fact that you looked at your little brother and and that for you, that was like the mindset shift of 
I'm living for two now. Like I thought that that was just so powerful. And I don't know, I get a lot of people that come and they're looking for weight loss coaching or whatever it is. And I ask them what their motivation is. And it's typically, oh, I wanna fit into this dress. I wanna wear a swimsuit again. I'm going on this vacation. My you know, son or daughter is getting married. I need to fit into this dress. Those are those people are typically the people the people I have the hardest time with, like staying motivated. And it's typically the people that are like, I want to lose weight because I know that I'm called to be a weight loss coach. I have a heart to help other people or I want to lose weight because um, I have these grandkids that I need to leave a legacy for. It's typically, you know, the motivation comes from a connection to something or someone else that's bigger than them and that allows them to extend and expand the reach just beyond the personal, I just need to fit into this dress for this wedding. Yeah. So that was like, and I'm glad that we're doing this interview so I can tell you to your face that that was the reason that story of your brother Tyrone was the reason that day that I was like, I'm working out today and I'm working out hard. And I'm working out tomorrow and I'm working out hard. And since then I have not, since then I have not taken a day for granted of like getting up and getting to the gym. So thank you for just sharing your story and like inspiring me in, in that little way, in that small way to get up and do what I need to do for That's my own personal fitness. So I wanna, so I wanna shift, right? Speaking of that, now let's talk about the people that you work with. Um, there are people that, you know, they go from, I need to do something and then they, they hit this, right? They hit a wall or they hit a block or they hit something that prevents them from taking that will and converting it into action. I'm curious as a fellow, you know, health and fitness, fitness professional, and from your experience, what are some of the big like self-limiting beliefs and blockers that you're seeing that are preventing people from really converting that, that will into action? Well, it could be anything because, you know, we all have intentions to do good and we all have intentions to make the best of ourselves. But, you know, making that sustainable in our life can be more uh, more challenging than we initially thought. You know, that's why, you know, they say I think they say 80 percent of people that make New Year's resolutions uh, fail them. So I get, I'm going to get real fast if I go into it. I'm going to give you 100 percent fail safe New Year's resolution. Don't make a New Year's resolution. And that's a, <laughs> my New Year's resolution and I won't make a New Year's resolution because um, anytime that you want to do something, you have to do it right away. And generally, when a person makes a New Year's resolution, they thought about losing weight in August. They thought about losing weight in September and November. You know, so one thing I dealt with early off, you know, my actually it was my first year of personal training. I was on fire. Oh, yeah, I was on fire. Everybody wanted everybody wanted Jay to train him. Jay, I need a trainer. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> let, it, let, it, let it come on in. My passion and my purpose all lined up is going in. But guess what? November came around and everybody took Thanksgiving off and nobody showed back up. <laughs> so I lost so many people. I lost half of my clientele. I said, what's going on? Why are these people staying motivated? They told me they was going to come back. And when those that came back, they came back heavier. I'm like, what is going on? So it got me to thinking, what's up? You got to have a vision from the jump and map it out. You know, you see so many pe people talking about 
a, a vision board. You need a vision board for all your goals. I got a big old board. It's four by six, and then I got a four by eight one in the garage. I got two four by six ones at the boot camp whiteboard. And right now, and map that out. What does that look like? You know, for you. And then, and then when you write your vision board for yourself, then write why is this important to me. And then go deep as possible. So like for you, you know, your children, your grandkids, your family member, but then go deeper. Why? Oh, well, I want to be around. But why do you want to be around? Well, I want to do things for them. Well, why is that? What do you want to do with them? Oh, I want to do this. I want to be able to do this. Why? Because I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave a mindset. I want to leave something that the family uh, can cherish. You know, memories are just priceless when you're talking about dealing with a loved one. So you need to be here to establish those memories. And also you need to let the people, your loved ones around you know what you stand for so they can continue that legacy on. You know, I stand for strength, you know, and strength might be just, hey, every day, let's go for a walk. Let's make sure we're healthy. You don't have to lift 300 pounds like me. You don't have to do, you know, everybody's goals are different, but you have to make sure you're healthy you so you can maximize everything in your life. And discipline, I find, goes off into all aspects of life, you know, so weightlifting i always say working out is the greatest metaphor for life working out is the greatest metaphor for life because nobody can do it for you nobody can work out for you you can have a coach you can have a mentor in person as a personal trainer or a life coach and the same thing in life you can have a mentor or coach but they can't do life for you you got to execute yourself you got to take action yourself so it's the greatest metaphor so if you want to be successful in life because generally when I personal trainer, I was personal training everybody. But then, you know, I kind of pivoted a little bit. Well, I didn't even pivot. It's just wh who, who was drawn to me. Um, entrepreneurs, leaders, managers, people that wanted to be in that space. Those are the people I looked up. I said, my whole clientele are these people that want to do that. So if you why is that? Why are they so focused on working out? Because they know that that discipline goes in every aspect. If I go to the gym in the morning and set things in motion and get me some positivity in me, then I know I'm going to be a better wife, a better husband. I'm going to take care of my other relationships. I'm going to make sure I work as hard as I can on my job, because even if they're not paying me or valuing me, I'm going to be valuable to another company. I'm going to make sure I give, give it my all. So it just shows up in all aspects of life. So um, as far as the transformation, I just make sure that we address the bigger picture of it. Like, why do you want to do this? Look out from among yourself, you know, look far off. Like, what does that five year, 10 year person look like? Not that person on vacation. I used to have a lot of girls come to me and they said, Jay, I want to look sexy for the summer. I said, we need to go a little bit deeper than that, you know, because after the summer, you're going to go off. You're going to get heavier than ever. And then you'll come back three years later and say, why did I stop? <laughs> You know, that's, um, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Christina and my cousin Lamont. Hey guys, thanks for jumping in here and leaving a comment. Um, it's, it's so funny that you mentioned that, especially the, you know, I want to look good for this. <laughs> I want to look good for this summer. Because I used to be, I mean, I'm laughing because that used to be me. Like for eight years in a row. It was, you know, every January 1st, every you know, New Year's resolution. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm spending hundreds of dollars on the latest and greatest. I'm hiring a personal trainer. I'm getting a gym membership. I'm starving myself. I'm drinking lemon water for three days. You know, it was all of this. It was all so that I can get, you know, could get the body. And I always ended up like heavier. You know what I mean? 
losing a couple of things, thinking I did something, losing a couple of pounds, thinking I did something, and then gaining back like five or 10. And then like going just through this constant battle with my weight up and down, like back and forth. And it was literally because I was singularly focused on just changing my physical appearance. It wasn't, it wasn't connected to anything of substance. Um, one of my most recent clients, we did the work, we dug down deep into the why. She wasn't, she didn't sign up for that with me. She was like, oh, I just, I heard your podcast, the rest-based weight loss, that sounds incredible. I wanna check it out. I'm like, okay, we're gonna check it out. And as we started doing the work and we started you know, digging down deep into the whys and she gave me her, these are my goals. This is my number goal is how much weight I wanna lose. This is the size I wanna wear. This is what I wanna do physically. And then we dug down deep into the whys. What ended up, what those goals, those tangible goals, what they translated to was actually a time in her youth when she was healthy, when she was beautiful, when she was intelligent, when she was vibrant and full of life. But at that time in her youth, she didn't think she was good enough. Mm. So what she was actually saying was, I want to lose 45 pounds and wear this dress size. And I want to be able to hike this many miles. And I want to be able to, to run this long and do all of this. The reason why those she had those goals was because that's who she was 20 years ago. And yes. she realized at this age that she took for granted who she was. She didn't appreciate this. She, she didn't think this person was good enough. And so those goals were just like her mind's like shallow way of saying, no, I want to rewind time. I want to go back to that girl. And I want to tell her, no, you, you were beautiful. You were perfect just as you were. And once we discovered that, like once we uncovered, no, that's your why, like this is your motivation behind why you're doing what you're doing, everything just opened up. Like there were no more, there was no more, there was no more blocks. There were no more, you know, roadblocks. There were no more, oh, I, I meant to eat like this, but I ate a whole thing of cookies instead. All of that just melted away and it fell away. And she was able to be more consistent this time than she had ever been previously. Wow, that's awesome. So, you know, the why, like, I feel like I might be beating a dead horse with this, but can you just like one more time for the people in the back, can you just emphasize again, like the significance of digging down deep, finding your why and connecting your weight loss journey and your transformation journey to something bigger than yourself? Just one more time for the people. Yeah. Back. Well, you know, uh, yeah, it's just it's so important. It's the most important thing, because like you say, like she came there for one reason, but it was deeply rooted. So unless just like a weed, unless you pull that weed up by the root it's going to continue to go up. So you got to get to that root cause. Why do I even want to? You know, why don't I feel comfortable in my own body? You know, wh what's going on? Why do I have these goals? Wh why do I have these holdups? You know, and when you find out why, when you find your why, you dig deep and you find your why, you're going to figure out some things in your life that might should not be there. You know, like, you know, why am I afraid to go to the gym? 
somebody put me down when I was trying to work out before. I don't know what I'm doing. I might need a little help and assistance. You know, I need to listen to more positive things and mindset coaching. Oh, I just don't feel comfortable because I haven't read enough information. See, once you figure out your why, then you can match up your why with how to fix that. So you get your why and then you get your why I'm, I'm not doing this. And then you get your why I'm going to do this and how I'm going to do this. Okay. I don't know this. Got me a trainer. Problem solved mind give me something else because when you go when you make a goal you can bet your bottom dollar on that your mind and life's going to throw you everything negative it, it can possibly in your way but that's where that no excuse mindset to say you got when you make a goal you say good or bad win lose or draw i'm going to move forward no matter what so you got to deal with it life do you really want to uh meet an unstoppable force life might give up you know life will give up you just got to keep on fighting like ali Ali, the greatest champion ever lived, he said, impossible is nothing. What is impossible when it's faced with me? Impossible might be something to you, but it's nothing to me. You know, and that's how you got to look at your why and you look at your goal. And then on the other side, how am I going to get it done? And who can help me get it done? And who's not helping me get it done? Because sometimes your friends, your family and different people that you have around you are putting negativity and projecting their own reasons why they're not doing something. Not It's not based off of you. It's based off of why they can't do it. So one girl came to me one time and she said, my friend was being real negative. And she's like, girl, you started the Weight Loud program before and uh, you didn't follow through with it. What makes you think you're going to follow through with this time? That's her projecting herself off onto you. Instead of saying, girl, you can do it. Let me go with you. See, a real friend is going to go with you. Mm. A real family member is going to go with you. So if they ain't going with you on your journey to bettering yourself and your personal development and your growth, then you know right there. You can use that scale. So get that out. Is he going with me? I got some goals. I got some things I want to do in my professional life. I got some things I want to do in my relationship. Mm -hmm. Take your partner with you. Don't leave your partner at home. Take your partner to the gym with you. Hey, baby, I'm going to better my life. You know, I heard uh, the podcast. I heard the live show. And I want you to go on this journey with me. Would you work out with me a couple of times a week for 15 to 30 minutes? And yes, I'll work out. I'll do it. They'll do it with you if they truly love you. And if they don't truly love you, then I'm going to save you some time. <laughs> that was all snaps, snaps right there. Christina says so true. And like that was, I mean, gosh, I wish I had a remote click rewind, hit rewind, um, look around you and see, first of all, get the goals, look around you, see who in your life can help you or where you can get help and look around and see who in your life is not helping and who's not like, who doesn't have your back with this goal. I, I think that that is a powerful step because, you know, we, we, we get a stimulus we look at a picture of ourselves from five years ago when we were 20 pounds lighter and we're like, dang, I want to look like that again. Right. So that's the stimulus. And it's like, OK, personal trainer, gym, diet, you know, we jump immediately to just trying to fix that problem without taking the steps first. And then we're super motivated for the first week, maybe the first two weeks. And then the coworker brings the donuts. <laughs> we, you know, we stay up, we go out with friends, we stay up late, we're too tired to wake up for the morning session with the trainer. And then it slowly kind of snowballs and falls out of control from there. If we hadn't, 
what if we, before jumping and diving into all that, what if we stop and do a little bit of work? What if we stop and do the why work? We write down our goals. We figure out why these goals are important to us, how they connect to just beyond us, right? How are they going to impact the people beyond just our individual, you know, aesthetic and our individual goals? And then why that even matters to us. Like you said, why do we want to be around for our grandchildren? Like, why is that significant? So really doing that work. And then you're saying, examine your circle and say, now that I have that figured out, who can help me and who's, who's going to be a hindrance? Like who is going to come and bring the negativity and bring the roadblocks to stop me? So then figure that out. And then you sign up. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. you sign up for the, right. for the yeah. <laughs> then you're yeah. ready to go. I don't think that I've, you know, I've never just in all of my years of, of doing this and studying this, I've never even stopped to think about taking the, those steps and following that process in order to even set yourself up for success, consistent success. So when a client then comes to you, Jeremiah, what is your process of what, like working with them when they say, I just give me the whole enchilada. I want the whole thing. I need to transform. I need to change my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, like, what's your, you don't, you know, have to give us like the detail, the blueprint, yeah. Um, but you're, you know what I mean? Like not the, just the, the free version. What, what's your process of, of kind of starting where people are at and then, you know, getting them to a place, a good foundation as they begin their journey. So with, with being a coach, a mentor, personal trainer it's personalized. So I need to sit down with you. I need to sit down with you. I need to look in your eyes. I need to see how serious you are about your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm going to ask some questions, see where you're at in certain life, see where you're at in life in certain areas so I can help you. And then, you know, I always say, attorney, I train, he said, Jeremiah, attorney, I trained. He told me, he said, Jeremiah, I never go in the courtroom and argue. I go in the courtroom to educate. I said, I like that. So I applied that to my training. I said, I'm not going to argue with you about how your dad taught you how to lift weights or what you've been eating your whole life. I'm going to educate you on the things you don't know and off the things you told me off that assessment. When I sit down and look in your eyes and see how serious about your goals, because now if you don't achieve your goals, you're going to say, Jeremiah's not a good personal trainer. So, you know, I'm going to give you the tools to succeed. So I'm going to send, if I see a person at a certain level, then I need to send them articles and stuff like that. Because hearing it from me is one thing. They might value my opinion, but when they can read it and they can back it up, oh, this is a study from Harvard University. Oh, this is a study this. Oh, this is, you know, uh, you know, some research I did. Oh, this is okay. I get it. Okay. I'm walking in the right path. And that builds confidence in what you're doing. It's just like, you know, when you, uh, when you read a book and then you see something out, uh, in life, you're like, that works. Okay. When you see that it works, you're like, okay, then I can do it. What humans have done, humans can do, but you know, uh, one of the things that I was fascinated with early off in life, uh, just studying people, um, I'm like, how how does an individual uh, end up successful without a blueprint? You know, if you're not seeing anything, an example of success, you know, in or out of the gym, how am I going to be successful? How am I going to do those things? So you have to, you know, 
map yourself out, create your own blueprint, and then surround yourself once again. Eliminate the people. Don't you know? Just cut them off for a little bit. They might come on you. They might say, "Hey, I really want to hang out with you. So I want to get my life right. I want to do some personal stuff." But eliminate the toxic people in your life, and then get. You, it's going to force you to get around some people that's doing some positive things, seeing some positive examples. So through the consultation process, I'm finding that out. Like who's who's in your life that might even want to work out with you? Or, because you're making a lifestyle change so when you when they make that goal and that vision board i'm like the next thing is how can i discipline myself through my life to make sure my disciplines are matched up with my vision is going to get a double cheeseburger matched up with my vision for myself is going out to drink matched up with my vision for myself is, is is hanging out with these people that are talking negative, are wasting all their time matched up with my vision for myself or what I said I wanted for myself and my family. See, there's a great book, a good book on leadership, philosophy, greatest book of all time. It says where there's no vision, the people will perish. So you got to have a vision for yourself and those around you if you want to keep this thing going. And then what you do, your actions must align with that vision. The everything you do so does that align with my vision well i'm not doing it is that simple that's a simple test ladies and gentlemen so if you're watching you say is that matching up with what i said i want for myself you know ladies uh and gentlemen that are in relationships is this person matching up with what, what i said i want in a significant other you don't pay the bills you don't go to work well it's not matching up so i gotta find somebody that matches that and don't settle for left you're supposed to live a life that is full and complete and that you can go to rest when you when you close your eyes and go to sleep you say i did a good thing <laughs> gosh shouldn't we all like that's how life needs to be actually we should all at like every single night we should all be closing our eyes and saying i did a good thing today <laughs> i made some good choices um jeremiah you started uh some podcasts you started mm -hmm. a podcast did you say that you your boss used did you start three I started three podcasts. Yeah. Three podcasts. Uh, what are the names of the podcasts? So Exalted 888, Your Roadmap to Success. And then I have uh, Bro Man and Bra Man, uh, which is uh, is me and, a, and another guy. He's a, a, a Yogi Infinite. And we talk about spirituality. And then I have Healthy Ambitious Podcast, where we actually just talk about like health coaching and different things that we talk about today. So what those podcasts come from the three different aspects of my training, you know, because you have a lot of gems that say they're transformation center, but if you look up transformation in the Webster dictionary, which I, I want you to do, um, you know, it's not just a physical body, you know, it's physical, mental and situation, you know, that's a transformation. You can change your body, but the mind can be messed up. You know, that's not a transformation. That's just a weight loss program, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so, so, and that's where the podcast came out of exalted eight eighty eight. Your roadmap to success is my really, really my baby and where my mindset coaching and my online course is going to come out in August. So it's exhausted is your roadmap to success. So why go alone? When we can go together. So I want to get people some mentorship. How do you, how are you successful without a blueprint? You know, if I don't have anybody around me that I can see that I can mentor me, we live in the technology era. So I can get on YouTube. I can read some books about successful people. I can listen to podcasts and see different people's stories that might mirror minds and be inspired or find some things that say, I want to do that. I like that. How did they get started? And then you can begin to take the steps. But until the seeds are planted in the mind, one cannot grow. 
So that's what Exalted 888 podcast is all about. I love it. And where can people go to um, to listen to these podcasts? Where can um, they it, find you? And then where can they follow you too? Uh, it's on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think it's on all the podcasts, Spotify, um, all those. And then you can find me on Facebook at Get It Right Fitness, um, Instagram, Get It Right Fitness as well, um, and, and Exalted 888 on Facebook and Instagram. Um, is those pages. So just reach out to me if you just want somebody, a friend to talk to, if you need a minute of motivation, I got a minute for everybody, you know? So if you just say, Hey Jay, I need some motivation for today. I'll send you some motivation. I'm never, it's never too big or never too small to uh, put down the ladder of motivation and lift up. Cause we need more people who, who wants to do personal development and change their life. So reach out to me, give me a holla. Excellent. Jeremiah, thank you so much um thank you for answering the call to be this voice uh this voice this voice of inspiration and motivation in our generation it's really really important um for anybody that's watching and you felt like some things that jeremiah was saying on a deep level like a convicting level where it was like you, it's it's actually been calling you for a little bit that you need to get up and that you need to get going and you need to make this change once and for all, then consider this your confirmation that you're supposed to get up and move. And if you are feeling down, if you need a pick me up, if you need a little a swift kick in, in the pants, if you need just a, a you know just a push, then I would definitely encourage you to connect with Jeremiah. Check out his podcast, check out his website, Get It Right Fitness. Um, Jeremiah, thank you again thank for you, thank coming. You. Thank you. I may just go back to the gym today after this conversation. It, it may happen. Like it may happen again as soon as we're done here. So thank you again. Thank you guys for watching. Christina says that she's downloading your podcast on Spotify right now. Awesome, Christina. Thank you for that. Thank you again for motivating and inspiring us. Guys, make sure you connect with Jeremiah. Check out his podcast. Follow him on social media. And uh if you come and you're watching the replay later and you want to give a shout out and you want to say hello, go ahead and leave a comment. We'll come back and respond to the comments after this live. All right. Jeremiah, thank you again so much. One, more, one, more, one thing before we go. Please. We were the No Excuse Mindset Summit in August 8th. August 8th is No Excuse Mindset Summit. So make sure you stay tuned for that too as well. That's coming. We'll be advertising that. I forgot to say that. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. August 8th, No Excuse Mindset Summit. It's a mindset summit. Okay, so follow Jeremiah, please, to get more information on that. That's coming up in just a couple months. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great night. We'll talk to you again soon. Jeremiah, thank you once again. Thank you. And it's ended. Okay. <laughs>